Coming up, Council CEO joins me to chat all things waste management following the state government Forbin announcement. The inaugural Suicide Prevention Memorial Walk is this Friday. I talk junior football with Cameron Evans and what did locals think about the Resilience Project community session. You're listening to Arat's Latest with local journalist Jack Ward. Hello and welcome. It's a, it was a big show last week at the Arat Town Hall ahead of the Resilience Projects community session. Thank you to everyone who tuned in. How, and it was great to see so many people head along to the session after the show as well. I've been helping Resilient Hour out with their promotion and there was nothing but positive comments after the session. And we're actually going to hear some of those feedback later on in the show. Um, today's show is a little shorter in length. It's been a crazy week, but there's still, of course, some interesting interviews that we can look forward to, including that of Cameron Evans from the Arat and District Junior Football Association, who speaks with me about registrations and also the importance of a well-balanced competition. And Linda Nykos promotes the inaugural suicide prevention walk happening this Friday with a special guest flying down from Sydney. But first, the Ararat Rural City Council is asking the local community for its views around waste management. At the same time, a wide-scale changes to recycling and bin collections have been announced by the state government this week, including talk around a four-bin system. Ararat Rural City Council CEO Dr Tim Harrison joins me now. Dr Tim, before we go into the survey, the state government announced a recycling overhaul this week and many locals on Facebook were a bit confused about the talk of a fourth bin when they only have one or two. Why is our waste system different to metro areas? Oh, look, currently there are a whole range of different approaches to waste management, particularly recycling in the state, Jack. It's, it's, um, it is very confusing, even for people who are whose job it is to deal with recycling is quite a confusing space to be in. But um, our systems, there are a range of different systems, as I said, and basically we've got a single bin system at the moment where all the recycling goes into one bin. There's a bit of a problem with that because it causes some contamination. I'm sure you've been hearing about the problems we've had with contamination of uh, recycling waste. Mm. And um, I guess one of the issues there is that glass can get broken into the waste and and uh, that, that can contaminate things like paper waste and things like that makes it difficult to recycle. So it has an impact. So our single bin system, although it's, it's reasonably effective, there are improvements that can be made. And I guess what the government's suggesting is, at the moment, ultimately we move towards a system where we have different ways of recycling different waste products, different recycling products. So the four bin system, I guess, suggests that we've got one bin for our normal garbage, which is stuff we can't recycle, one bin for glass products only, so we can avoid that contamination and commingling problem. We have one bin for what they call FOGO, that's food and other organic or green organics, which is food scraps that we throw out of the fridge and lawn clippings and all that kind of stuff. And normally that goes to landfill, and we can actually recycle that in a whole range of other ways. And there's also the other, there's paper and cardboard and all that sort of stuff as well. And the other thing the government are doing is moving towards a model where they have a container deposit scheme, which is in some other states like New South Wales and um, South Australia, it's where you get money back for taking your bottles and cans back to a a centre. So it's it's a big system, but the way we implement it at local levels will depend on a whole range of things. I guess that's why we're having the conversation with the community at the moment about their attitudes towards waste management. Mm. And what are you wanting to learn from the survey? Yeah, look, I guess systems work best 
when we talk to people about how they're going to work. So we could take a stance where we just basically implement something. And um, if we do that, we may or may not get a good result. But if we talk to people and ask them what they need and what their views are around the system, we've got a much better chance of ending up with a workable system. What we're doing is we're talking to people at the moment about a whole range of things about what kind of recycling they'd want to see, about what kind of rubbish collection service they want to see, and about things like our transfer stations as well, which we've got in a range of our towns throughout the municipality where people can actually take rubbish to deposit themselves. So we're asking about our whole waste management sector just to get the community's views on what they think we should be doing in that space. And those drop-off areas, I know the City of Ballarat has decided to have a glass drop-off program rather than a bin. Is that something that yeah. Council would look at? Yeah, look, I think everything's on the table, Jack, at the moment. Look, and I think the City of Ballarat, I, I, I think it's quite surprising how successful that's been. I was a bit of a sceptic when I first heard about that because I thought that um, you know, people would be a bit reticent to take their rubbish, to take their glass to, a, to, to various centres and drop it off. I think it's actually been more successful than I could have imagined. So all those items are on the table, but we haven't tried to make a decision at this stage. What we're doing is we're doing the survey so that we can get a 10-year um, a look at what our waste management system should look like. As you say, councils have been given 10 years to implement these changes. Is, that, is it really going to take that long? Oh, I hope not. 10 years is a long time, Jack. I'll be an old man by then. I certainly hope we can do it quicker than that because I guess... Um, Again, one aspect of serving the community as best we can is to get things done as quickly as we can as well with the right model being applied. And I guess that's the two things. I a tried off between acting quickly and getting the right model. I'd hope that we get it done with certainly well with the 10-year period. So when can community expect that strategy? Well, uh, the strategy will be delivered by the end of May, the draft of it. And when, that, when that's finished, it'll go to community for consultation as well. So they can have a read of what the strategy is and give us their perspectives on what they think of that as well. Head to the council website or pop into the council offices if you want to have your say on Ararat's waste and recycling system. The Ararat Suicide Prevention Awareness Group is holding its inaugural Suicide Prevention Memorial Walk and Ceremony this Friday with a very special guest flying down from Sydney to attend. I sat down with the group's Linda Nikos this week. Linda, thank you for sitting down with me. The Ararat Suicide Prevention Awareness Group is holding an event next Friday, but before we chat about that, I just want to, first time you're on the podcast, what is the group all about? The group was founded way back, um, was originally started in 2014. Wesley Life Force, Wesley Mission in out of Sydney, realised that there was a need that in our area, um, that we have a high suicide rate in this area, um, and they came and um, tried to set up a network. A network was started in 2014, and that ran for about 18 months, and I was involved for a little while then with the, the start of it, but that ended up closing down that, um, that network. Now, now there's 110 networks Australia-wide um, because the suicide rate is so high. There's eight people a day across Australia die by suicide, which is you know, way higher than the, the road toll, and we hear so much about the road toll, but we, we don't hear, hear, hear the that um, that much about the suicide rate and then there was there was nothing that had gone quiet for a while and I th thought and also Katarina Linton has also been around with the group since the start as well but I sort of thought no we need this group we can't let it there was some seed funds that were still there so I've maintained contact with with Wesley Life Force and we decided we were going to 
give this group another go. So we thought, what do we, we need to do something different. So we renamed the group to the Arab Suicide Prevention Awareness Group rather than a network to try and make it a little bit, bit less formal. And over the last couple of years, we've managed to get the group to the state it is now where we feel, yeah, we're going to hang in there, um, which is fantastic because determination of myself and a few others that we, we realise that we need this, this group in this area. So what we've decided to do is we have Are You OK Day and Are You OK Day has been really successful over the last probably three years where we get the whole Main Street cafes and a couple of local businesses involved and that's been really, really good fun, really successful and building each year. So that's now one of our main activities for the year and now we're having our inaugural memorial walk and ceremony and that's going to be at Alexandra Gardens and Lake. Uh, we've got, we're really fortunate to have Reverend Keith Garner who's the CEO, Superintendent of Wesley Mission in Sydney coming down to attend the event. It's awesome, um, especially because it's our inaugural inaugural walk to have it and, and as I say this is something we hope to have continue in, in years to come that we'll have AUAK Day in September, six months later we'll have the memorial walk to honour people in our community who have lost their lives to suicide and for their family and friends to have a remembrance service in their honour. A conversation bench has been donated as well? Yes, um, it's an AUAK um, conversation bench and that's kindly been donated by AME Systems and it's going to be dedicated to my late husband Craig who passed away in 2007 and also to Katerina Linton's late son Michael who passed away I think 20 years ago and that's so that there's a just a spot where people can go and sit and we hope that people will take that opportunity to, to chat with, with a friend or family member and start that conversation. You've recently spoken to the Addy about your journey with suicide and Craig's. Um, how important is it to talk about this issue? Oh, I think it's very important to, to talk about it and be, be open because there's too much with stigma and people, people not wanting to share how they're feeling, thinking that they're alone in their thoughts. Just to hear another person say that they're... Um, they've had those thoughts or they're feeling that way um, and it normalises for someone else how they're feeling. Who can come along to the event on Fridays? Is it open to everyone? It's open to everyone. Um, we're hoping to have people come along who have maybe lost a family member to suicide, uh, friends, um, people who just want to come along to support the community. If you or anyone you know needs help, call Lifeliner in 13 11 14. Do you have a story? Are you or someone you know holding a community event? I want to know what you know about local issues and upcoming events. Contact Arats Latest via Facebook, Instagram, Twitter or email arratslatest at gmail.com. Your story may instigate a community discussion, help a local organisation and importantly, keep locals informed. This week's Your Say poll question was, is a four-bin waste and recycling system overkill? A hundred people had their say and it was very close this week. 47% said yes, it is overkill, whilst 53% said they didn't think it was.
Approximately 450 people attended the Resilience Project community session on Monday. After the event, I caught up with some of the attendees to see what their thoughts were on the presentation. Great! Absolutely fantastic, Jack. What did you take away from it? Um, everything. Gratitude, empathy, mindfulness. We do it every day where I work, which is fantastic. So um, all the kids in the school, everywhere you work, you should be coming along to the Resilience Project events. Do you think it's important for our Absolutely, look what we've been through. We go down, we get back up again, we go down, we get back up again and that's what it's all about. It's fantastic, Jack. Loved every minute of it. I did enjoy it. It was fantastic. Positivity, strength, being part of a really positive community and working at it. Lots. I wish I had brought my husband. Next time. Next time. Do you reckon it's important for our art? Oh my God, yeah. And for the kids. So much. Yep. Absolutely important to the community and the whole world. It's good for everybody. Really good. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, it was really good. Oh, geez, I took a lot out of it. Things that I don't do that I should do. I think I felt a bit intimidated to actually stand up when we had to hug, but the young fella here edged me onto it and, yeah, become uh, quite natural after I guess I find it educational. Did you take a lot out of it? Yeah. yeah. Including that, well, when I when I started my years at primary school, I was bullied a lot. Yeah, yeah, this is, I guess, just helping me. Yeah, we really enjoyed it, didn't we, Tilly? Yeah. Yeah, it was really empowering and eye-opening and, yeah, it just makes you think. Great to see such a turnout. Yeah. The line out the door when we were he came in, it was amazing. Um, I've heard about the Resilience Project and I've been, I'm a teacher, so I've watched it in action. I think it should become embedded as part of our life and I, I like the fact that so many people in Ararat were here because teachers tend to sometimes say, okay, here's a colouring in page if you're feeling awful or, or write down 10 things you're grateful for, whatever. But it, it has to be your mates telling you and your teacher telling you, or like the lady here said, your football coach or something. Yeah, I loved it. Follow Resilient Ararat on Instagram and Facebook for more details on future events. The Ararat and District Junior football season is fast approaching with a registration night on the 11th of March. Ararat and District Junior Football Association's President Cameron Evans join me now. Cameron, how are you? Yeah, very well. Thanks, Jack. That's good. Now, your AGM was cancelled this week. Is the the association struggling to find numbers this year? No, from a player perspective, uh, we're looking just as strong as we've been in in recent years. Uh, our registration numbers are going to be good. We're predicting both from carryover players who um, haven't gone top age or or, carry, or gone on to other stuff, and also the interest of players where we do struggle, and and this is. Uh, you know, probably common to uh, organisations like ours are the the volunteers or uh, people to put up their hand and uh, yeah have a crack at being a committee member um, and, and assisting in that way, Jack. I know you haven't had your AGM yet, but what is what are the focuses for the association this year? Yep, so definitely to uh, continue a strong four team uh, competition. Uh, that's well balanced through through all four teams. Um, get a good mix of uh, skills uh, across all four teams. So we've got some good uh, level, uh, consistent uh, games. Definitely want to uh, attract even more uh, girls to be playing at under 13 level. We had uh, some good numbers last year. A few of those girls have gone uh, top age, so they've uh, moved on to. Ararat Storm or 
uh, or other sporting ventures. So yeah, definitely want to attract uh, a few girls. Um, you know, performing well, you know, in the under 12 carnival as, as we tend to do with our at each year. Have a good crack at the Tucky Turner Challenge when we take on our stall as we do partway through the season and, and just make sure we maintain a, a fun and inclusive uh, competition for yeah, under 13 kids who love their footy. You spoke about a well-balanced competition. Last year, it was quite uneven. There was kind of two teams that did well, other two teams that didn't do quite so well. What are you going to do this year to ensure it's more balanced? Yeah, look, that's, that's, that's a fair observation on on last year. Other than to, other than to say, it, it does tend to be cycling no matter what I think uh, committees try to do. And, and that's been my observation in the in the five years of my involvement as my kids uh, kids have gone through um, you know the strong teams uh, get the get an influx of juniors they go through their two or three years and if you look back through the history records which I've been uh, interested in doing that are on the walls within the club rooms you tend to see uh, teams don't go more than three or four or five years without winning without winning uh, a premiership so um, I think it's incumbent on each uh, committee to make sure that new players coming in, apart from if they've got you know really strong reason around family ties or or other reasons to want to go on a particular team, to make sure we balance it out well. That's what we do. Um, the coaches were very good last year. We've got a, we've got pretty much the same set of coaches as we move into this year in uh, swapping players around. Uh, giving some of the bigger kids the opportunity to play with the smaller kids uh, on the other teams and, and just keeping it well balanced. We've got a really good set of coaches um, who really get about that, you know, making sure it's balanced and, and having fun. Yeah, well, Warriors and Mounties, obviously, they had massive wins numbers last year. Will that some of them players be mixing kind of with Rovers and Bombers? Are they going to be changing up the teams or will last year's will players stay in the same teams? Yeah, no, well, those two teams that you named, uh, and again, probably... Uh, you know, the natural impact of, of being dominant uh, because um, they had a lot of top age uh, players. Uh, those players have gone out now um, and and without, you know, moved on to, you know, local clubs uh, around the districts um, and, and without at this point trying to, trying to tip the season or, or trying to indicate or put the moz on anyone, um, I'm tipping from my perspective that, you know, probably one of the, one of the stronger clubs is going to come from, um, you know, the ones that weren't as, as strong last year. So there's a bit of natural effect to it. Uh, and look, we're not, we've got to be careful not to get too involved and, and stack the teams or, or try to manufacture an outcome. For someone who might be listening and have children that are interested in playing footy, what is the commitment? The commitment is uh, one training night a week uh, and the coaches will jointly decide on which night is which uh, as we move into the season after registration night. Uh, so there's the training night a week and then there's uh, the Sunday morning competition itself. So our registration night is on Wednesday the 11th of March, 6pm uh, at Richardson's Oval there, just next to the golf club meet and greet uh, the coaches, the committee, players' families. We're having a sausage sizzle, uh, so come along and uh, grab a sausage, a uh, can of drink. We've got all that happening. Uh, yeah, Wednesday the 11th of March at 6pm. 
Coming up this week in Ararat and Surrounds, the Suicide Prevention Memorial and Ceremony is being held for the first time this Friday from 10am to 11.30am at the Alexandra Gardens. The Ararat Market is on again this Sunday from 9 to 1 at the Alexandra Hall and the Pitch Music and Art Festival will call Mostyn home at this long weekend. It's four days of music and contemporary art bringing together a community of like-minded people. That brings me to the end of today's show. Thank you for joining me. Don't forget you can listen to all seven episodes of the show on your favorite podcasting apps. And I'll see you next Monday. This was Arad's Latest.